Guten Tag, alles, my buddies, and thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Semi-Auto Magic Inc. I am your host, Xavier Tangle for the fifth, and it's a pleasure to have you. Can I offer you a mind tie? No. <laughs> yes. Only if it has, like, an actual claymore in it. Oh, that was a pun! Oh, Solomon. You're <laughs> such a joke. Alright, everybody, hi, and welcome to the thing. It's us. It's me, and Dylan, and Thony, and Jackie, and hi. also Denmark J. Cat, celebrated local cat, who is sitting and watching in silent judgment over us all. Okay, but you, you forgot the most important thing about Denmark J. Cat. What's that? He is the winner of a Desi. He is. He is the winner of the Desi, the award for excellence in local daytime Spanish television. <laughs> Alright, great. So... Here we are. We're here to do a thing, and we're just going to jump right into it. Last What's this time, thing, though, what is this thing? Like, what if someone I don't know. It's, just it's a, randomly it's a, downloads this from from iTunes and has no idea what show we're they're listening to. Fair enough. This will be, if memory serves, the fifteenth episode. 16th episode of Semi-Automagic Inc., a Dresden Files-flavored fate-accelerated podcast taking place in Landport, Landia. So, uh, when last we met, we learned a bunch of stuff about January Oleander and the sudden influx of cash, cash, money, dollar, dollar bills, and assorted bling into the coffers of Clackamas Middle School's music program, which seemingly were a result of uh, a pretty, pretty horrifying series of incredibly illegal events taking place in the football program. So, we learned a bunch of stuff there. And our protagonists uh, set off with new plans of action. I believe that Solomon and Fiona were on their way to the mayor's pagoda to uh, seek an audience and try to wreak some havoc there. And Rowan was off to uh, skim the scum of the underworld's muckiest pond and see what could be sussed out from the chunks that surfaced. So who wants to go first? Go for it, kids. Action, emotion, connection, go! <laughs> I just realized that antagonist is like saying antagonist. Yep, Anton Pro. First off, Casey, if we're doing <laughs> if we're doing action, connection, emotion, there's at least sixty five seconds of dead air because we have to stare at each other to feel the emotion and connection before we're allowed to talk. Okay, we uh, we can do sixty five seconds of dead air, and Dylan can cut it out. Go. Oh man, what a great sixty five seconds of dead air there was. <laughs> I feel right, really so connected to all of you right now. I do, too. I feel like we've all grown closer <laughs> I, and I, taller. I still feel very isolated. I think we need to try it again. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Oh, oh man, I great. cannot believe the emotional okay, is, growth. Yeah, no. Awesome. High energy. Let's awesome. do this. Yeah! <laughs> I'm excited. I love you guys, and I love this show, but we wander around a lot, so let's do stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, who wants to do a thing? I don't know. Where do you want to start off at, Casey? You, I mean, you guys are doing this thing. I'm just the machine. We left, but you're the person. You're the plot machine, so we need to know which plot we're going with. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll start with Rowan, I guess. Okay. Rowan, having decided that you are going to uh, take a fine-toothed comb to the itchy, stained beard of Landportlandia's underworld, yeah. I am going to say that you decided it's time to break out the big guns. You are going to hit some sources that you kind of save for, you know, real real important stuff. These aren't people you just talk to every day. Right. 
Rowan has decided that it is time to meet with one of the brothers, Dave. Ooh. We're the brothers, Dave. Sketchy well, Dave, his associate. Oh, no! Oh, God! I'm going to offer you a choice. You already know and love Sketchy Dave. And who knows where that guy is? No, nope, I want to see Risky Dave. Well, okay. Well, wait until you have your. Okay, fine. Then you don't get to know who the others are. You can meet Risky Dave. That's fine. No, there's more. The, there's more. There's more Daves. There are no, seven no, brothers, Dave. Okay, I need to know the seven brothers, Dave. Okay, there's Sketchy Dave. Uh huh. Ris- Risky Dave. Right. Stand up, Dave. Is it? Is okay. When you say stand up, Dave, is he a stand up guy or is he a stand up comedian? Nobody knows. <laughs> Okay, Stand Up Dave, Nameless Dave, Ooh. Magic Dave, uh-huh. Traitorous Dave, and Non-Magic Dave. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> so we have... Sketchy Dave, know. Risky Dave, Stand Up Dave, Nameless Dave, Magic Dave, Traitorous Dave, and Non-Magic Dave. Is that, now is that Traitorous Dave, comma... The the Hockaloogie noise, or is that an actual one of the brothers, Dave? No, that's one of his. That's one of his. His, his name is Traitorous Dave, and then it is customary to spit afterwards. He knows Got what it. he did. Got it. I understand. Cursed um, what do you think, Jackie? Um, I'd go with Rick's Risky Dave or Traitorous Dave Hocktui. Uh, I'm going with Nameless Dave. All right. What? Did you ask my opinion? Because I needed to narrow it down. You guys are going to be so good at marriage. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, cool. Nameless David is, by all means. Uh, so Rowan makes this choice, presumably by casting lots or some other nonsense. And, uh, and Wait, Casey, 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 I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. Okay, what's up? Regular Dave. Oh, non-ma- non-magic Dave. Non-magic Dave. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Non-Magic Dave. That implies so many things about the Brothers Dave. <laughs> well, yeah, there's Magic Dave and non-Magic Dave. you got to distinguish them. So uh, you head off to Landportlandia's business district to a... To conduct uh, some business. Will, to conduct some business. To a building that writes, like, accounting software. Like, if you want to picture uh, Initech from, I think, Office Space. Right. Yeah, um... You walk in through the main doors. They don't really give you any hassle or any problem. It's it's an open building. Like, you don't need security clearance or anything to get up. You uh, head up to the third floor and head to the uh, programming department. And there you find a man in a cubicle with a short-sleeved button-down shirt and what looks for all the world to be a clip-on tie uh, working hard at a screen full of numbers and arcane symbols. I walk up to him and ask if he's finished his TPS reports. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got him uh, right here, actually. Hey, wait a minute. You're not Mr. Stevens. No, I am not. I don't think Rowan. we've had the pleasure. I'm Rowan. <laughs> my, uh, my brothers have told me about you. Well, Figured. please come Figured. into my cubicle. Okay. I walk <laughs> into his cubicle? Yeah, there's a little tiny stool in one corner. <laughs> Is, is that where you expect me to sit? That's the only other place to sit. You don't have to sit if you don't want to. I'm just trying to provide hospitality. Well, thank you. You're already a thousand times brother than your brother. Hey, hey, you leave most of my brothers out of this. Okay, anyway. well, Rowan, as you can see, I'm very busy here. What can I do for you? Well, I need access to 
some underground areas that uh, most people don't actually venture into if they don't have to. You mean like okay? What do you, you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dispense with like the uh, the mystery talk? This is this is a software engineering company. Yeah, I need to get into brothels. I need to get into drug dens. Uh, anything that 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 uh, an upstanding citizen uh, would would stay away from. I need to be there. <sighs> All right. And he, he swivels around to his computer and just does a lot of clickety-clacking, and he brings up some, like, secret menus and stuff like that. And he says, Now, as you probably know, Rowan, I've always been jealous of most of my brothers, and so I've endeavored to become as uh, as skilled. I've, I've tried to do as close to magic as, as I can possibly do, being non-magic Dave. Um, so I do have I do have a list of illicit let's just say i have some information i shouldn't um and keep it at that so i can print you off a list of places if you like um i imagine the seedier the better is what you're looking for yeah okay very good i'll I'll sort them in order of seediness okay all right dink and a an ancient dots dot matrix printer Next to him just goes ka-tunk, 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 meh, meh, That's what it sounds like. I had one when I was growing up. That's an back excellent to... imitation. Thank you. Back back in the day, I spent a lot of time listening to that. Back on good old Country Lane in Quartz Hill, California. I love your ability to to mimic sound effects. Oh, thank you, Dylan. That means a lot coming okay, from you. But no, seriously, that was a really bad impression of a dot matrix. That printer. was a perfect. It imitation. really was not. That's so exactly. I've got. I just love the sound effects because it means I don't have to put any in to the podcast. You really don't. Yeah, I try to do our foley work for us. <laughs> okay, so he he goes rip tear and uh, and hands you off this this sheaf of green and white lined paper. Why are you using a computer this old? Well, first of all, that's a budgeting issue, Rowan. Second of all, there's some weird stuff going on in this city. Most of my brothers have tried to tell me about it, but I don't want anything to do with it. It does seem to have some kind of adverse effect on higher technology. So we find that the more green oscillating lines a computer screen has, the safer it is. This entire organization is magic savvy, then? No, 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 sir. We do not say the M word in here. Sorry. Whoa. Okay. You're we so... write software for accounting and 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 payroll things and other mundanities because that is the life we chose. You want any of that noise? You go talk to most of my brothers. Well, well, well non-magic Dave, I have to say, for someone who has the word magic in their name, it's weird that I can't actually say the word. Hey, hey, what's the context of the word in my name, pal? Non magic. Exactly. Exactly. They don't call me magic, Dave. That's what they call my brother. Yeah. No. Alright, now is there anything else I can do for you? I have a lot of non magic business to attend to. Nope, I think that's it. Okay, fair enough. Do you need me to validate your parking? Uh no thank you. Okay. Well here, have some tokens for the Orange Julius. And he reaches into your into his pockets and hands you a bunch of tokens that have oranges on them. Thank you. I want to so I leave. He, yeah, he swivels around and goes back to work. 
All right, so you now have this list of, uh, I'll give you one of each. I'll give you, um, a brothel, a drug den, and, um, I'll say an illegal gambling fight club. Ooh. Okay. So what do you want to do? Uh, I want to go to the fight club. Cool. All right, um, you go to the address. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. You're Dylan's welcome. making, Dylan's making fight faces over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's emotionally preparing himself. Okay. Uh you go to the address and there is a uh there's a set of instructions as to how to gain entrance uh to this fight club. First rule, don't talk about it. Here we go. The first rule of Tautology Club is the first rule of Tautology Club. So, you uh you get to the front door of the building that you happen to know because of all this information you just got houses the club. The door is closed. Okay. You said there's instructions, right, on how to get in? Well, yeah, but you can't talk about them. That's the first rule. <laughs> I do whatever the instructions say without actually saying anything then. Alright, knock on the what's-us and uh, a little eye a little eye slider thing opens up and uh, a, a, a voice inside says, Hey, yo! What do you want? Um, I want to beat the shit out of another person. Hey, hey, I know you. You're Rowan. Yes, I am. And here, boys and girls, is where we actually start to play this game called Fate. I, Thony, am going to compel your wizard hunter aspect against you. Which means that if you choose to... If you choose to accept... Okay, all right, easy with the finally, pal. (laughs) Should you choose to accept the compel, your life is going to get more difficult, but you'll also get a fate point, which you can spend on cool stuff. No, no, I have to, like, you're not going to tell me what the compel is, I just have to choose. No, I'm not. I'm just going to use it against you. If you should choose to accept, then you'll find out how it makes your life more difficult. I am going to accept. All right. Absolutely, 100% going to accept. Very good. I ain't saying we got wizards in here, but I ain't saying we don't not have none of any wizards either. So I don't need some wizard killing, especially of clients I may not even have. I don't need you killing people who aren't even here in my building. Listen, buddy, I'm off the job. I need to I need to relieve relieve, relieve some stress. I had a very frustrating day. I, I met this girl and she's super super annoying, and I need to take out my aggression somewhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't beat up girls here. That's why I'm not here to beat up a girl. I'm here to hey. beat, beat other. Listen, unless you want me to pound your face in, you're going to let me in. Whoa, 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 whoa. How did you know the password? <laughs> Lucky guess. All right. All right. Get in here. And he, uh, and he slides the eye shutter closed, opens the door, and there is a truly enormous human being on the other side. Like, if you want to picture Dwayne The Rock Johnson having eaten, like, two Vin Diesels and a Guardians of the Galaxy-era Chris Pratt, like, just this enormous guy. And he's looking down at you, and he says, All right, the room's in the back. (laughs) You know, you're a big man for such a little voice. Yeah, you're a little man for such a big beard. (laughs) Yeah, grew it myself. Yeah, I grew all this. And he gestures to himself. Every bit of it. You're you're a, a fine specimen. I kind of pat him on the chest. Hey, 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 whoa! You gotta pay to touch in here. And only if the touching's punching. How much does it cost? Oh, it depends on how much punching you want to do. I want to do a lot of punching. All right. 
there's a uh, there's 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 a coin exchange over in yonder corner, and you can go and you can you can pay like a Chuck E. Cheese to get like punch tickets. It's like I want to punch that guy. I think oh, five tickets. Yeah, that's reasonable. I think yeah. Do you guys take orange Julius tokens? Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> the exchange rate is one orange Julius token to two punching tickets. Okay, so how many orange Julius tokens did I get? Yeah, I'm gonna say he gave you four, so you've got uh, what eight punching tickets? Yep. Cool. Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta get back to man in yonder door. I got a lot of peering. I got a lot of glaring. I got a lot of glowering to do with the general public as they pass by. Well, you do you, big guy. I'll do me. Sounds good. He uh, he goes off and he just he just stands in front of the closed shutter door, this just waiting. A, this is an odd, odd world we've built, guys. <laughs> I like it. All right, so there's uh the the room that you're in is like it's really clearly a fake bar. <laughs> like it's they've got they've got signs up that just say things like drinking beer and <laughs> and have an alcohol friend, but there's nothing behind the bar. It's all just painted on the wall. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um so there's a there's a door in the back and if you follow it leads down into sort of like a warehousey kind of place in the back that has been uh partitioned up with chain link fences and there are I don't know I'll say half a dozen fights going on um when you go through the door it comes into it opens onto kind of a catwalk that 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 goes all the way around the room in a square and then down in the warehouse itself is where the actual fights are taking place right so I go down well, okay. I go, like, am I, do I have to wait my turn? Like, can I just go into the... Are you actually here to fight? Yeah! Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so happy. Okay, um... <laughs> you thought you thought I was just going to stand around and watch? Well, I thought I you were, like, gain, gathering I data. To, I don't know. I need to gain their trust somehow. Okay. So, yeah, um, you can... <laughs> you can you can put one of your tickets down um, and call nexties. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, a fight a fight finishes up um somebody falls flat on his back and the other guy rushes up with his with his fists all all prepared to make with make with the pummelation to murderate his mouthpipe and uh the other guy sits up and holds his elbow and he's like ow ow that really hurt and the big guy's like oh my god dude are you okay I'm like yeah i'm all right i just can we just can we just you you can have one like yeah no dude I didn't mean I'm sorry and they just get up and it's really sweet and they're just like dude I'm sorry here let me buy you a, let me buy you a soft serve and they they head over to the uh to the let, to the refreshments and let me buy you an orange Julius exactly right there Casey it really was I'm sorry my bad <laughs> okay so so uh I'm falling that one I go I dropped the, the tokens and they rolled all over the floor um, there's one under the fridge now we'll never get it back. <laughs> The next people who move into this house are going to find it. They're going to be like an Orange Julius token. Uh, That's the real value in this house. Never mind equity. Oh my god, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next fight... The next fight is up. The next fight is up, and you are fighting... Let's Wait, see. Wait, no, hold on. Before I do... Before I get into the ring, up. you said it's also a gambling parlor, right? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there's, so I uh, go up to whatever, like, window stuff have. Yeah, there's a bookie bar just yonder. It's right next to the Orange Julius. Casey, I couldn't hear what you just said. There's a bookie like bar you cut out right me. next to the Orange Julius. Okay. Uh, uh, so I go up and I say, 
I'd like to place an unusual wager. Okay. Uh, behind the bookie bar, it's just complete darkness, and you just see like a pair of like almost cartoonish eyes just watching you. And when you say unusual bet, one of the eyebrows just raises. I say, uh, I, I have, I don't know how much money I have on me. I want to say $700. Sure. I put down $700. I'm like, I want to bet this, but instead of getting money back, if I win this fight, I want information. Uh, the eyebrows switch position. One of them lowers and one of them raises. And the uh, the $700 just gets pulled into the darkness. Like, you don't see any hand taken or anything. It just kind of goes... And, uh, and out comes a little ticket that says, uh, like... There are the odds of you winning, and then there was like payout one information. <laughs> what's what's what are the odds, Casey? Numbers. <laughs> what do what do I look like, Johnny Vampire? Yes, Johnny Vampire. <laughs> yeah, just off from somewhere. <laughs> uh, the Wait. odds uh, the odds aren't super super terrible. They're like uh, four to one or something. Okay, so I take off my shirt. And I step into the ring. Okay, cool. You are fighting a gentleman named... Bum, 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 bum. Uh, it's okay, you. Captain Scissorface. You are... No, you are... You know what? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a gentleman called... What was his... Mr. Sc- Captain Scissorface? Captain Scissorface. Absolutely. Captain Scissorface walks into the ring. He's wearing a military uniform whose decorations and badges denote the rank of captain. <laughs> is, he, is he a captain, like, in the Navy or, like, the Air Force? Uh, uh, n- n- Navy. Okay. Navy. He has and a whole got... boat on standby, you guys. He really does. He could mess this place up. And he's got a di- he's got a tattoo on his face of an open pair of scissors. Like the round kind, like you used to have in school. You know, with, yeah. And, and they're open, and they're making like an X across his face. Like the, the crux is on the bridge of his nose, and they're going down like that. So, he comes oh, in, Captain and he takes his shirt off, and... And he said, and he's got tattoos and everywhere. Like and ten the- minutes, because he's got like the jacket, and then like the suspenders for his pants and then, oh yeah cufflinks yeah, yeah. Yep. he keeps the suspenders on though like street fighter style it's pretty great great yeah um and he's got a tattoo across his chest that just reads sheer terror but spelled like shears that <laughs> <laughs> was funnier than you fuckers acted anyway <laughs> all right he strolls up he's all warmed up and he extends his hand and he says, uh, I look forward to having a wonderful fight with you, friend. What is your name? Rowan. I look forward to cutting you in half. <laughs> Good luck with that. All right. Now let's see here. I'm going to get your character sheet up. And up, 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 uh... Imagine scissor face. <laughs> get everything that's coming to you. Let's see here. No All right. I'm ready, when, I'm ready when you are, champ. Uh, give me two seconds. Got I have it. Fate dice. We have fate dice. We're ready. Okay, cool. You square up opposite Captain Scissorface, and uh, and a real and a real pretty lady just comes out, and she's got like a round one sign, 
and she uh-huh. she she just saunters over to the middle like in between you and a microphone comes down and she just reaches for it reaches for it and she goes all right you guys you know how it works <laughs> Oh my god, but Casey, no, let's stop for a second. These two are gonna beat the crap out of each other. You're doing what? my bearded lady voice, and I'm so happy. Right on. These two are gonna beat the crap out of each other. When one of them gives up or doesn't have any more crap left, that's when the other wins. We're gonna have a good clean fight. Alright, you guys punch each other now. She just walks out. Okay, so um, since we don't roll for initiative, Thony, we're gonna roll for quicknesses. So go ahead and roll your quick. Okay. Plus one. You got one. Roll them. Negative two. Good job. No, wait. Uh, no, negative one. Sorry. Okay. And his quick is going to be a one. So he's going to beat you on that. He's going to rush forward and uh, jump into the air and scissor kick you. Scissor and kick me. Exactly. So that's his attack, and he is actually going to make that uh, forcefully. This is going to be powerful. So the quick thing was just to determine basically what we would know as initiative. And this is his actual attack. Right. But da 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 he's going to do that forcefully, and that is one of his better stats. So that is going to be at a plus four. And what am I, what am, do I get how to are you? How would you like to defend? Uh, carefully. Okay, go for it. Uh... So that's a plus three. Uh, roll them. Ow. Five! Well, son of a bitch. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, his legs come swinging down at you, and you get to narrate how you defend against his attack. Okay, so, so like, I want to know, like, what the scissor kick looks like. Is he, like, is he, like, jumping at me kind of, like, vertically, and, like, his scissors are, like, his legs are gonna, like, smash into me yes. like a pair of scissors. Yeah, he, he actually has a very poor understanding of what scissor kick means. So what he's doing is running up and jumping at you and just making his legs go <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, as he's doing that, I grab one of his legs and sure. kind of just jerk it one direction to kind of throw off his momentum. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he like falls. Doing some Aikido shit one. over there. It really is redirecting energy. Well done. All right. He is going to fall and take one stress. All right, he gets up and he says, Haha, well done! You have allowed me to calibrate your level of skill and power. I appreciate your help. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to be sneaky while he's, while he's like, like doing his, not a monologue, but, like, his haha, like, his I, yeah. I, I, I meant to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, come up and, like, pick him up. And, like, toss him across the ring. Um, alright. How are you going to do that? Forcefully, I reckon? No, I'm trying to do something sneaky. Maybe not that. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Okay, yeah, you did, so, you did so, so as he's talking, I come up and I kick him in the nuts. <laughs> how do you do that carefully? Sneaky! Oh, sneaky. Sneaky, my so bad. He's, he's busy monologuing, and I just walk up, like, like, like listening. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. And then I just, like... Because he's on the ground, so he, I got a good shot. Just kapow. Okay. All right, yeah, go for it. Roll him up. Uh, so that's plus two. Roll him. Uh, three. All right, and he's going to try and defend quickly against that, which I think we can agree is fair. Um, ladies try all kinds of tomfoolery to steal a feel of his family jewelry. 
Um, <laughs> and that is going to be a three. So you made a three and he made a three? So it hits, but he gets to decide how it hits, right? I think so. Sweet. How we did it with the crow. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... So you, uh, yeah, um... You come up and you get a good solid shot, and he tries to, like, capture your your foot in his, uh, in his man-scissor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I regretted that the instant I said it. He tries to <laughs> capture your foot and manages to do so, because that's, like, one of the first things they teach you in self-defense is never kick them in the balls with your foot. That gets trapped. You do the knee. They can't grab onto that. So, um, so you very definitely did it, and he's gonna take another stress, but, uh, you are now kind of stuck at yeah. him for a moment. Alright, he is going to take his hands and just kind of try to bring them forward and, like, box your ears really yeah. soundly. Got it. He's gonna do that forcefully. Uh. That is going to be a three. I guess I'm, I gotta be quick. I, that sounds good. My head. Okay. Uh, plus one. Roll em, roll em, roll em. Three. Damnation. Okay, so we just decided that means it works, but you get to decide basically how it plays out. Right. Okay. So, 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 so he, he lets go, like, he's, 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 like, his hands is, uh, his hands are, like, on my ears. Like, he hit me. Like, I feel concussed. Right. Uh, I grab his hands and knee him in the stomach. All right, I'll allow it. Um, unless, unless, be... unless, unless, like, I can't actually hit him, then I just grab his hands. Like, no, I'll allow it, but it'll just be flavor. He won't take a stress for that. You, however, will take one. So I'll, yeah. I'll take care of that. That's um, Captain Scissorface, and here's Rowan's stress. Okay, cool. Um, then I believe it is your turn. So, uh... I'm going to grab his his hands, hold him tight, and kind of how much bigger than he is, than me is he? He's huge. He's not as big as the guy at the door, but um, he's significantly larger than you are in every dimension. So what I want to kind of do is like while my hands are grabbed, like kind of duck down and almost like flip him over my back. Okay. Like, like use use his weight and momentum to kind of make him like stumble and then fall on his okay. back over me. Yeah. So, so kind of flip over you. Certainly. How yeah, are you gonna I'm do that? Do that forcefully. Do it. Go for it. I love it. Uh, one. Okay. And he is going to try to carefully do a thing that I'll narrate if it works. Give me a second. Um, his careful is not super high. And that is not going to work even a little bit. So yeah, um, he he goes just uh, just fumbling, stumbling over you. And as he as he flips and falls, he actually conks his noggin really hard on the concrete floor and falls just about as badly as it's possible to. Uh, that is his third and final stress, and you have won this fight, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The crowd the crowd is going mad. They're throwing orange Julius cups out into the <laughs> ring. It's so sticky. <laughs> It's awful, but he, um, he's really woozy, but he stands up and he says, friend, good was fight. That was, and, uh, go see a doctor, buddy. Doctor, may I gonna go see tax preparations? And he, uh, <laughs> he just, he just stumbles off to his, to his retinue who's waiting. 
I know a good accountant if you wanna if you wanna actually get your taxes done. Finland. The... <laughs> I, I kind right. of brush myself off. I fix my beard up. I put my shirt back on, and I get step out of the ring. Cool. Uh, I assume people aren't happy with me. Oh no, people love you. That was a great fight. Okay. Yeah, because they were throwing shit at the ring, so I thought yeah, that it was it was celebratory beverage throwing. Right. Which yeah, looks yeah. a lot like angry beverage beverage throwing, but it it's, does. It's all in the tone of the cheers you see. Yeah, yeah exactly. There were no boos. Except for the vodka that people are putting in the Orange Julius's. But... Well, y- yes, of course. Oh, that sounds amazing! There you go. Get on it, Austin! What a DQ today. Honey, we need to go get Orange Julius. Okay. So I go out, I go up to the counter, and I'm like, I won! Let's talk. Okay, They uh, the, the shadowy form behind the counter uh, takes your ticket. Again, it just sort of slides back under. And uh, the, the eyes give you sort of a, well... Sort of look. Clackamas Middle School football players. You know them? The eyes go, maybe. <laughs> maybe isn't good enough. You need to tell me what you know, or else we're going to have a problem. So wait, to clarify, is this all being communicated through, like, eyebrow gestures, or is there oh, yeah. actually a voice coming through? Oh, no, 100% eyebrow gestures and meaningful glances. All right. Exactly. Like the Moody Blues said, the story in your eyes. Okay, so the eyes the eyes indicate what exactly do you want to know? Um, I know they 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 must have frequented here. Um, did are you gonna say something, Casey? No, I was just gonna say you won. The terms of the bet were that you get one information. So I will provide you with one discrete datum. Right. So I'm I'm I need to phrase this correctly. Correct. Just like uh-huh. you would with a genie. Yeah. Fun fact. I figured out how to how to bypass that. You just wish for a genie who will automatically interpret your wishes as you intended them? Yes, well, that was... No, you didn't have to wish for a genie. Just wish that the genie will automatically interpret my, my wishes as they... There we go. Um, Come on, Aladdin, you dum-dum. Okay, uh... Did, uh... The... Because it was Casey, like, and this isn't me asking information. Uh, it was the coach that was, like, supplying with these... Uh, supplying the football players with all this stuff, right? That is what all of the evidence available would indicate, yes. Okay. Uh, Okay, so I know you get a lot of funny people here. The coach of Clackamas Middle School frequented your place. I know that. Um, Did he seem like he was acting unusual, more unusual than even the kind of people that frequent here uh, would Uh. act? The eyes indicate that the coach was uh, a regular attendee, but that his habits had not varied. There was no unusual behavior. He just stopped coming around one day. It later turned out, of course, that was because he had been arrested and killed in a prison riot, but... Okay, well, shit. (laughs) How long was he attending for? The uh, eyes communicate via a complex eyebrow semaphore (laughs) that the coach had been in regular attendance for a number of years. Have our episode title. A number of years. What's up, Dylan? We have our episode title. What is it? Complex eyebrow semaphore. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, that the the coach, when he attended, he was never especially bloodthirsty. He just, like, like one would go to a boxing match or something. He never fought, and he was never mean-spirited or anything. He just enjoyed a good, illicit gamble. Right. Okay. Uh, I say thank you. 
Also, I get my money back too, Casey. I just want to point that out. I won the bet, so I get my money back that's, plus the information. I don't think that's what you said. That's, oh, that's, that's how money. What you said. Those were how, not the terms of the bet. That's how a bet works. You said instead of getting money back. No, because I'm not paying. Like, if I were to bet $600 and the odds were 4 to 1, I would get my $600 back plus whatever the odds were, or times the whatever the odds were. Yeah, Therefore, if we were talking money, we were not talking money, you wanted information. But I so could have just paid the guy for information. You assume? Well, that's not what I intended when I made that bet. Should have wished for a better genie, son! <laughs> I didn't get a genie! Fine, I don't get my fucking money back. No, you don't. You get information and a lesson. I take the money back from him. No, you don't. Okay, if you seriously reach into the darkness, then this is going to be an entirely different episode. I want my money back, Casey, so... Okay, Tony, Tony, I'm telling you, I'll let you do this. But if you do so, shit's going to get real different real quick. Do it. In times of trouble, if in times of trouble, Casey, I have to think back to what my mother told me. That's WWFD. What would Fiona do in this situation? So I think we all know the answer to that, Casey. So either we can do this the hard way, or you can just give me my money back. Don't eat the hard way. I, I am the machine. You are blaming a basketball video game for being biased against you scoring the final dunk. It's If you want to reach into that darkness, I need to hear you say those words. <laughs> I am doing this then, Casey. Now you know how Fiona feels. Okay, fine. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> you reach into the darkness to... Grab the area that you think would be roughly analogous to the lapels of the person standing behind, assuming they're wearing a coat, assuming they have a body on which to put a coat, and you are immediately sucked in to through through the the gate grate opening. You uh-huh. tumble through a thick, inky darkness and feel a number of horrible tendrils like the roots of a plant all over your body, like you're being dragged through some kind of horrible spirit dirt. Right. You feel like the air in your lungs won't last, and it feels like you're going to die for a a subjective probably five minutes. It feels like forever. Okay. And then you tumble unceremoniously and painfully uh, into a large, round stone chamber. It's like uh, kind of it's a hockey puck shape. Right. Except it's huge. Okay. And in the middle is an enormous goddamn spider. Awesome. Fuck. Yeah. It's huge. It's like a drider in that it's got, it's like if you had a spider centaur kind of thing. So it's got a human torso and it is in fact a woman dressed very professionally, uh, you know, upwards. She doesn't have like a sensible spider (laughs) pantsuit. Why not? Why not? So much so much pantyhose. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, fine. She has she has a sensible spider pantsuit on right. as well. Yes. Awesome. Uh, if, if you look around briefly, you see first of all that you came through a portal sort of thing. It's 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 a darkness like the one you reached through, but right. that above is carved into the stone uh, Landport Landia. Right. Oh, it actually it actually says White Landport Landia. Ooh. Oh, no. 
Yeah, there are a number of other portals with other uh, other names carved across yes. the top of them throughout. This is throughout awesome! The, I'm learning information! Throughout the chamber. Um, the chamber is huge, and you can't see or read them all. But this enormous spider uh, sits in the middle, surrounded by kind of a circular desk, and piled up are uh, dozens of ancient, like, adding machines. Right. Like, you know, that ticketing ching ching ticketing 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 ching kind. And right. uh, she's got one of those old-fashioned, like, bookies visors on. Right. Right. I'm ready. She she steps over and and walks up to you in a in an arachnid way. And she says, <clears throat> Well, Rowan, I think we can agree that wasn't very polite. Now, was it? Oh, Sorry. you just hit me in the butt. Sorry. That was smacking Jackie because <laughs> you're doing, you're doing, uh, Sadie Doyle. I think it wasn't a polite that you mistook what I said and refused to give me my money back. Oh, Rowan, it's not my job to interpret. It's my job to apply the rules as written. You made a bet, money for information. You won, and so you got information. Those were the terms. They shall be abided. And she leans forward, and you see that her eyes are definitely not human. Oh, gee, who could have guessed? She's got an extremely toothy smile. I don't know if you you realize who you're messing with, but you need to back away from me, give me my $600... I'll be on my way. <laughs> you think this is about money? That's adorable. No, this is about the wager, Rowan. The gamble is a sacred thing, and you cannot simply scoff at it because you do not like the outcome. I didn't scoff at it. You didn't play to my terms. The terms were abided. You just didn't like how you worded them. And then you accosted one of my avatars. Tried to get my money back. <laughs> Right, money that you had wagered and put up as front for another prize. Rowan, I will not have this discussion with you. If you want things to get more intense, I'd be happy to take it there, but I don't Let's think that's do what it. either of us wants. All right. <laughs> that's exactly what he wants. Fine. Yep. 100%. Let's see what? here. Spiderella. Wait, you should ask ask what fucking, like, well, I guess she doesn't have levels. <laughs> nope, she just has yeah. stats that I know and you don't. Yep. Well. It was good knowing you, Rowan. Yeah, well, I have an extra fate point, so fuck everybody. <laughs> you yeah, you assume that's going to save you. And a squirt gun. <laughs> First right. off, I, I have I have a Russian Kalishnikov and a squirt gun. <laughs> Did you take your gun into the fight club? Absolutely I did! Uh... Dum-dum. Alright. Fair enough. What are you talking about? You asked what what equipment I have on me for this trip. I told you what I have on me for my trip. Well, that was for the reconnaissance. Alright, whatever. Whatever, moving on. I don't have time for this. Okay. (laughs) So she, uh... She wrangles forward in a a really horrifying way and uh, then stops and her human torso just kind of jerks back and some spinnerets launch some sticky, horrible silk at you. Okay. So horrible, in fact, that I dropped my fate dice behind the desk. Oh, no. Oh. It's okay. I'll get another one from this chainmail dice bag that you guys got me for Christmas. Oh. It'll be your own undoing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, that was a quick, that's a quib out to ba 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 Okay, that's a five. What do you got to say, Rowan? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna dodge it carefully. Go for it. Uh, 
Sex. What? How? Confirm. Roll it. I have a plus three in careful. I rolled I three s- pluses and a zero. I swear to store brand God. <laughs> Fine. You dodge deftly as her horrible ropey strings of web fluid uh, splatter just everywhere. Right. And she gets all mad. Oh, I'm going to have to clean that up now. Right. <laughs> it's okay. your turn. So, should have just given me my money back, Casey. Oh, you uh, want to talk about should have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to use uh, I'm going to use Face of My Father which says plus two to careful when shooting to defend or destroy something important to the human side of my heart Right, and nothing is more important to the human side of my heart than my hard earned cash God damn it <laughs> uh, okay Just, go no, ahead and do your careful Casey you make a note of that and use that against him Use oh, his yeah, greed no, against him. <laughs> oh, don't forget that. Don't forget that thing. Yeah. Okay, so here's don't a question be, now, Casey. Be, as, as fake angry as I am right now, with an unknowable percentage of real angry mixed in, I'm really proud of you. That's that okay. that was really cool, and that's a great character decision. Okay. 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 So here's here's the problem I have right now. Um, You're fighting a plus, giant fucking spider one. that you were totally unprepared to fight. Yeah, that the is a problem. problem. No, I have a plus three in and. <laughs> In careful sure plus a change. plus two, but my diet roller only gives me a plus four as like the highest I can get. So do I just roll with my plus four? I guess it doesn't matter. Oh, I no, no, no. add stuff too. Right. Okay. So I'm rolling uh, five. Okay. What do you? Okay. What are you trying to do with this five? Uh, I'm shooting her. Uh, how many eyes does she have? Uh, it uh, uh two. Okay, so I, I want to shoot both eyes. Like, All right, boom, boom. Um, she is going to quickly try to. Uh, you notice, you notice that as she's as she's come at you, the, the there is a fine web that is actually connecting most of the room that you're in. Right. Like you're actually walking on it right now. Um, so what she's going to do is reach for a strand that's connected to one of the ancient adding machines on her desk. And try to whip it forward and connect with your hand and and knock the gun out of there. Right. Okay. So you so you rolled your careful and you got a plus four. A five. I rolled I rolled straight zeros. Oh, you rolled straight zeros. So the plus two from the thing plus your plus three. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. So she's gonna try to uh, quickly do that. And that's a one. Yes. <laughs> that's a one. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. You uh you shoot both of her eyes. <laughs> um there is a horrible splorching sound yeah. and uh she reaches for her face clawing madly at the ruined sockets uh that once held her peepin' globes. And uh, she's, she's screaming and keening and immediately rushes forward, screaming, Why didn't you just obey the terms? And uh, You didn't follow the terms correctly. And she's going she's gonna to spit some venom at you. Okay. This is she does everything quickly. That's really all she does. Right. Um, that is going to be a four on her quick. All right. Um, 
I'm doing this carefully. Like, I'm going to dodge it carefully. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, she's blind, so you have a little bit of... Yeah, go for it. Okay, plus three, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> a negative one. <laughs> Damn, Tamani. I, I, I wrote, I wrote like a nat one on that right now. Like rolled all negatives. Oh, luck be a spider lady tonight. <laughs> all right, very good. Uh, you are hit square in the face by some venom, and you anticipate that your face is going to start melting pretty yep. much in a second. Uh, but instead, a very pleasant scent fills Uh-oh. your nostrils. Ooh. And like, Pheromones. like you had a headache and it's melting away and all the tension is leaving your shoulders. It's like somebody's just, just punching all the stress out of you. Right. And, uh, the world gets real wobbly and dark. And suddenly, Rowan, you find yourself without much fight in you anymore. In fact, the spider lady, eyeless though she may be, is looking real pretty. What with all them legs? Rowan's a gam kind of guy. And uh, that is going to be a stress on you. So she is down one stress, and so are you. Right. Okay, that worked. So now it's your turn, but you are going to be doing pretty much anything you're doing at a significant disadvantage. So what's uh, what's the plan here? I'm going to use the heart of my mother. Okay. Uh, two. So wait, doesn't invoking these stunts cost a fate point? Yeah, I'm it using does. my fate points right now. Didn't you say you had a fate point earlier? I had four fate points. Yeah, yeah we back up at full. You guys are all at full. And he got a bonus one for allowing me to compel Wizard Hunter against him. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I am going to take the water in my camelback. Mm-hmm. And I am going to kind of swish it so it, it goes across my face and then at her. Across your okay, so like to to clean the venom off your face and then and not clean the venom, contain the venom, and throw the venom at her. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. So that'll give you a plus two to forceful. Right. Uh, so go ahead and roll that. Uh, three. Okay, and she is going to try to forcefully, uh, just power through, having her own venom drip all over her horrifying, gaping raw meat sockets. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Let's see here. And what did you get? Three. Okay. Um, and she got a zero. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So this this gulge is not a word. This gulge of water uh, smacks her full on in the face, and uh, her own venom seeps into her eye sockets and begins to affect her immediately. Uh, all eight of her legs are kind of staggering around as she struggles to maintain her composure. Um, and I think that makes it her turn. That's another stress to her, by the way. Let's see here. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so it's her turn, and she is just going to straight up like run at you and try to grab you. Right. And with her quick, which is pretty damn good, that's going to be a five. Okay, but she can't see me, so how does she know where I'm at? Because you're standing on her web causing vibrations, Oh, friend. shit, I forgot yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, also, because you used Heart of My Mother, that's going to be a point on your Fae Nature stress track, which we'll discuss later. 
Yeah, we, you keep on saying we'll discuss it later, but we never. Oh! <laughs> well, this is the first uh, time you. This is the first time you've really done something that has affected it. So, uh, carefully five. Okay, so she's trying and it ties, so she wins, but you get to describe how. Okay, so what she was she doing? She's gonna run forward, grab you if she can, and start to uh, wrap you up in silk like a tasty, tasty little beer dead fly. Okay, so she grabs me, but instead of wrapping me in silk, she's accidentally wrapping one of her arms in silk. No, because she won. Well, she won. Just get to describe how. That means she gets you. She has me. Right, but it's it's not it's it it's not this thing happens in a way that disaffects her. This thing happens. I'm not saying it disaffects how. I'm not saying it disaffects her, and I'm not even saying, like, it's just going around. It's not like she's wrapping two arms around each other, but instead of, like, wrapping it around my body, she's just wrapping it around an arm, so she's got an arm full of web. Okay, but she's still got a hold of you. Yeah, she still has a hold of me, she's just... Alright, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's old American, or whatever country this horrible spider chamber is in. Okay. Okay, cool. So, your turn. Okay, uh, I'm gonna shoot her in the fucking face. Oh, and that is a, that's another stress to you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, I shoot her in the arm that she's, that she's wiggling around, wiggling me around on. Okay. And like, I'm gonna do this carefully, because I'm shaking around, but it's pretty easy for me to stick my hand right down next to her body. And even if it's moving around. That makes so much sense, I'm mad at it. Go ahead. (laughs) And I'm going to shoot her that way. So I'm doing this carefully. I'm using the face of my father uh, to give me that boot, <laughs> that bonus. And wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How is uh, okay? You're not you're not still fighting about money though. Yes, I am. This is okay. Okay, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, four. All right. And um, she senses that you're going to do that, and is just going to try to forcefully just just. Bite you in your stupid face. Let's see. And that's that's gonna be a one. Okay, so you blow the nice spider lady's arm off. Good job. Do you feel good about yourself? Absolutely. Fine. I land on the ground all cool. I look at her and I say, "Give me my money back, you black widow." Oh. That's that's what the crowd would say if they were there. Because you delivered that sick stinger. And she says, I'm not a black widow. I'm a Terran. I'm a, I'm a thinger. I'm a succubine. And she, uh, and she, she says, you may have won this time, Rowan, but rest assured, the balance will not forget that you disrespected the wager. And, uh, with that, she reaches up and pulls, like, a vertical web cord uh-huh. and, and just, just scuttles up it. Quick as a quick, quick as a child's wish, and yep. uh, is gone into into an like a recessed alcove. And as soon as she leaves, the room begins to kind of waver and disintegrate. Okay, so I, I exit through the portal I came in from. Okay, very good. Um, you tumble out of the darkness behind the bedding gate, and. Uh, and behind you immediately a metal grate just goes slam down on the desk and it says uh 
It's there's a sign on that says out to lunch, but someone has crossed out lunch and written hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Chief, and I think that's where we'll call it for today. Um, before we sign off, we do have a piece of uh, fan mail that Ooh. we need to answer. Max Graham Matta, fanboy to the stars, would like to know um, Solomon, Fiona, Rowan. What is your perfect Sunday? Uh, Solomon's perfect Sunday is sitting in a small, quiet, dark room reading uh, Tolstoy and Trotsky. Uh, At the same time. Right. While sipping a uh, a delightful Riesling. Nice. Or wait, is is Tolstoy and Trotsky just the name of a book about it's, a it's boy? It's his favorite and his horse. comic series. Okay, is it about a boy and his horse? <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, the boy doesn't own the boy doesn't own a horse because it's Trotsky, so the government owns the horse. Right. They permit go. him to use it because they're communists. It's a boy. <laughs> it's about a boy and his government issued horse. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, GI horse. <laughs> All right, who's next? Um, Yona's ideal Sunday is spending all day in bed with various books of the arcane, a nice cup of coffee, and a plentiful supply of organic whole grain sweet pastries. Yeah. Kate, you ready for mine, Casey? Yes. Okay. I mean, as ready as perfect Sunday is shooting a giant spider lady in her fucking face <laughs> to get money that he rightfully deserved at a secret fight club that nobody knows. Okay. Fair enough. You didn't get that money back, for the record. Don't care. Got my payback. Okay, no, you do care. That's that was the I whole bet you, point. I, 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 I'm betting that if You're I tell, betting. I'm betting. <laughs> I'm betting. I'm, I bet that if I tell Mister Monday that I killed her, he'll be pretty happy with me. Oh, okay. Well, given your history with betting, we'll see how that works out for you. All right. So, um, I will let you guys choose one NPC uh, that I will have answer the question about a perfect Sunday. You Johnny have to vampire. Diane. I. Diane. What did yes. Dylan say? I need Diane's perfect Sunday. Okay. All right. You're cool with Diane. Okay. Um. <laughs> Diane, I'm disgusted. <laughs> Diane, you depraved monster. <laughs> uh, you no, know, Diane. That, you know, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Great. Most of that was raccoon for haters gonna hate. That's fair. All right, all my buddies. <laughs> What an episode this was. Yep. Thank you all for joining Let us. me tell you, none of us expected it to go this way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got to invent two new characters. That was fun. All right. Um, thank you all for listening, and join us again next time on Semi-Audit Magic, Inc. I, for my sins, have been your DM, Casey. Goodbye, all Bye. our buddies. Bye. Bye.